This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Wednesday, July 17th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle, very happy to be joined by the People's Champ, Matt Baxendell. Bax, uh, another great day for the Buckeyes yesterday on the recruiting front. This uh, 2020 class just continues to get better and better. The Buckeyes landed four-star safety, high four-star safety, Lathan Ransom. He is ranked as the number 76 overall prospect in the country. This now gives Ohio State 21 commitments in their 2020 class. They are ranked number two in the nation behind Clemson, and they are in front of number three, Alabama. They were ranked number four before Lathan Ransom pledged his allegiance to the Buckeyes. Backs huge for the Buckeyes to get Ransom, although certainly not a surprise. No, this is one I think everybody's been expecting, but it doesn't make it any less impactful or excellent for Ohio State. Uh, like you said, this moves them up to number two in the class. They just passed Alabama. There's still four spots open in this class. And, you know, the, 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 a lot of us who have been looking at this with a discerning eye have kind of thought that Lathan Ransom and B. John Robinson may go hand-in-hand hand considering they're teammates, right? And let's face it, this is the more likely of the two from the start for Ohio State to land, so halfway home. Uh, I also think this is an excellent sign for Ryan Day's recruiting because think about this. How many West Coast kids of high caliber are in this class? And they're not done yet. They're waiting on some other kids to come from out west that Ohio State currently leads in all the crystal ball forecasts for that most people seem to think will be Buckeyes. So, yeah, this is a great kid. This is a kid who has the potential to be an early NFL kind of entry guy with his athleticism and his work ethic. So this is a huge pickup, no question about it. But I still think you're going to continue to see this summer of just ridiculousness continue in the recruiting front for Ohio State. This is yet another elite athlete from out of state that everybody in the country wanted, and he's choosing the Buckeyes. Yeah, and for the listeners that don't know, just to illustrate how great this class is for the Buckeyes, I mean, we can put number two in the nation. A lot of times, you know, with some other schools, it can be inflated because they might sign like 29 kids, at least in past years. This class is, I mean, yeah, it's going to have its uh, quantity, but it's so high in quality. And, and here's here's my point. So, Lathan Ransom, one of the top players in the country, number 76 overall player in the country, as I said. Uh, he is the eighth best player in this class, the eighth best player in Ohio State's class. By comparison, he would be the number one player in Michigan's 2020 class. And Michigan's 2020 class right now, in my opinion, is fool's gold. It's ranked number seven because they have you know, 22 commitments in that class, but they're going to finish with no five stars, of a decent amount of four stars, and a lot of three stars. And, uh, and they don't have much room left, so I think they're going to finish like around 15th if I had to guess. Uh, and again, Lathan Ransom backs eighth best player in Ohio State's class so far, he'll end up being probably ninth or tenth, um, and he would be the best player in Michigan's class. Well, this is what happens when it's three-star heaven in Ann Arbor. I mean, let's be real. Like, 
this isn't a surprise to anybody. You know, the, their their folks on their recruiting boards were all excited that they were getting kids that were, quote, priority recruits for Ohio State. False. Wrong. Ohio State's going out and getting all these big-name kids that aren't even giving Michigan a sniff. They're not on the same plane recruiting-wise right now. And I think a lot of hopelessly optimistic people outside of central Ohio were thinking that Ohio State was going to take a downturn in recruiting without the great Urban Meyer. And let's face it, Urban Meyer was phenomenal. Every year was a top two or three or four class or whatever, right? But Ryan Day's continuing that, man. And I put this in the bucket of bullets last week. In the last four years, Ohio State has signed 45 kids ranked in the top 150 nationally. Michigan's only signed 27. This year, if you look at the commitments in the class, it's like 11 to 2 in the top 150 for Ohio State, 11 to 3, somewhere in that range. It, it, the gap is widening. It's not getting closer. Uh, I don't really think that you're going to see their class end up any higher than 15th because, frankly, the difference between their class and Minnesota's is like three kids. Let's be blunt about it. So, you know, that's who Michigan's competing with. They want the little brown jug. They're not trying to win the Big Ten. They can go visit Rome all they want or South Africa. They're not going to Indianapolis. Yeah, they've been to Paris, Rome, going to South Africa, still haven't been to Indy. And I know a lot of people think they're going this year, but I uh, – not I uh, certainly disagree. Insane, disagree. crazy, yeah. stupid. Yeah. You know, Big Ten media days begin tomorrow. I can't wait. Um, I'm already here in Chicago early this morning, and Ohio State stuff begins, uh, you know, around 1.30 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow with Ryan Day at the podium. People can watch it live on Big Ten Network. We'll have wall-to-wall coverage on Bucknuts. The player reps for Ohio State, safety Jordan Fuller, defensive end Jonathan Cooper. Jonathan Cooper surprised me a little bit, but I'm glad he's going because he loves to talk. I did not expect him to be one of the three, but, hey, he's a senior. Uh, he's you know, established himself as a leader, and, uh, again, he is one of the best interviews on the team, so I'm glad Coop's going to be there. And then representing the offense for the Buckeyes, fifth-year senior K.J. Hill. Um, those guys will all you know, speak to the media for about an hour. Ryan Day will have two separate um, media obligations tomorrow. One will be the the 15 minute you know interview the on the the main stage that all the Big Ten coaches does. Then he'll, all the big, big Ten coaches do, and then he will have a hour interview in the breakout room. So keep it locked to Bucknuts for all that, Mr. Baxendale. My question for you: um, What are some things that you are most curious to hear about from Ryan Day tomorrow at Media Days? Well, I have a couple, but first and foremost, my question is this. Coach Day, in light of the fact that Jim Harbaugh is 0-4 against Ohio State in his tenure, and the fact that you were overseeing the last two victories against Coach Harbaugh, how important is it for you to make him go 0-5 for the first time in the history of Michigan football against Ohio State? That's my first question. <laughs> and then we see what he says from there. Now, yeah, I think some of the other things we would definitely want to talk to Coach Day about are Jonah Jackson. We haven't heard anything since he arrived this summer. How is he looking? Are they expecting him to be a guy who can start right away? I mean, he's sort of the mystery man right now. And I've said this all year. I'm super happy they got that transfer. But we've seen before some of these transfers who don't do it through spring football and stay away from football for a couple months sometimes lose their edge. I'm fascinated to see what Coach Day thinks of Jonas Jackson right now. Uh, another question I would have is, is that how does he feel the linebackers are going to be improved over last year? Uh, I think that's something that all of us pretty much looked at OSU's defense last year and went, Oh, boy, that's something we have to fix. Does he think he has the linebackers on the roster to go out and win a Big Ten or a national championship? And more specifically, who's going to start at middle linebacker? Those are some of the questions I would be asking him if I had the opportunity. But lucky for us, Dave, you're going to get that chance. 
That's right. Um, looking forward to it. I wish I could just, you know, ask ten questions. Um, they limit it to two. Um, and sometimes you can sneak in a third. Um, Tim May is, is going to be, uh, you know, he, if you channel your inner Tim May, you can probably ask 20 questions. Um, so maybe I'll need to do that. Um, before I let you hey, go. Hey, Coach, stay now. I've got a question for you right now. Uh, so uh, let me ask you a four-part question here. Uh, Tim May, formerly with Dispatch. Um, how do you feel about Snickers, M&M's, ice cream, and uh, candy bars? And on top of that, how the Buckeyes looking this year? There's six for you right guy. there. <laughs> he's, he's the legend, and now he's going to be working, uh, doing some stuff for Letterman Row, and I think that's great. I don't know if he's going to be doing full-time stuff, but just him being still in the game, I love that I'm going to be still seeing my guy Tim May over there. So congrats to Letterman Row, and, of course, congrats to Tim May for, uh, you know, the legend. is He, he just can't uh, break himself away from Ohio State football, and I love it. Before I let you go, um, we talked about this class for Ohio State. It's ranked number two right now in the nation. It's so cool to see that. Um, I thought Ryan Day would recruit well, but I thought, you know, man, it's going to be hard to keep up with what Urban Meyer's doing. Let's keep in mind, Urban Meyer recruited his ass off. They never had the number one ranked recruiting class at Ohio State while he was there. Now, they should have a couple times. If they re-ranked the 2013 class, that was with Bosa and the Zeke and all those guys, tons of guys that were first-round picks, you know, Darren Lee, I'm going to leave tons of guys out. that, That class was elite. 2013 was as good as it gets. It finished number two behind Alabama. If they re-ranked that, uh, that would be number one in a landslide for the Buckeyes in 2013. And there are a couple others that they finished second or third that they probably should have finished number one in retrospect. But point is, Ryan Day is recruiting right along with, at least for this class, what Urban Meyer was able to do. My question for you, if you had to guess, you know, let's assume they get Bijan Robinson um, and, may, and some of the other guys, not everybody that slept on their board that they really want, but most of the guys, where do you think that this class will ultimately be ranked? Well, I, I think there's a couple assumptions. One, you have to assume they're signing 25 kids, uh, potentially 26. They just they convinced the kicker to take a gray shirt and start a little later because he's probably not kicking this fall. I don't know. Um, but I think you have to assume they get Bijan Robinson after Ransom's committed here. I think you have to feel really good about a guy like Court Williams. I think this class is going to end up with a couple really elite kids down the stretch. There's not going to be room for any more project kids from Ohio that have a good senior year, I don't think. And – all things considered, I'm guessing third. Uh, I think Clemson's class just is so top-heavy. And by the time they end up filling up, they're going to end up passing them the 24-7 composite. And I think Alabama always picks up two or three five-star kids the week of signing day. You have to expect that bump for them, too. So I think those are the two classes that are going to edge out Ohio State right now. But I'm not ruling out Ohio State catching them. If you have somebody like an Elias Ricks that flips the OSU down at the end, and that's your last commitment, then you're in amazing shape to push yourself to second or even first. So it's gonna it's going to depend. Do they fill out with a really good four-star kid, or do they fill out with a couple more five-stars and catch Clemson? I don't know. But I also want to say that I agree with you completely. Urban only had the number two or three class a bunch of times here. What was it, three, four years he had the highest average star rating, and just because he didn't sign 27 kids is the only reason that wasn't the top class. So Urban Meyer's recruiting, there's, there's no retconning this, folks. His recruiting was as elite as elite as elite is, plain and simple. And the fact that Ryan Day's in the same stratosphere right now is mind-boggling. And we got to give a shout-out to Mark Bantoni. I mean, he's the common yep. denominator, um, you know, and, and Mickey Marotti having him around hell. So Mark Bantoni, especially for recruiting, he's been the common, denomina- common denominator. He is, you know, he, he's not one of the best in his business. He is the best in his business. So the Buckeyes are fortunate to have Mark Bantoni. And we are fortunate to have the people's champ, Matt Baxendale. I appreciate it, Bax. And thanks to all our listeners for tuning into the show. Again, one more coverage of Big Ten Media Days on Bucknut starting tomorrow. Everybody, I hope you have a great day. Go Reds. Let's show the Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land.
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.